And also like a part of me um, recently has just been, has just been thinking, mm, how can I incorporate the gospel into all that I do? I kind of always think like that, but now that I'm moving from interning as a campus missionary into, you know, the workforce and everything, it's a lot different, right? And with working, I've only been working like the last couple of days, <laughs> but so far with working, I've just realized like, I'm still going to talk about God. I'm still going to talk about Jesus. God has it just like he has the new job that I'm in and everything, right? And for some of y'all, you're like, well, I have God. I have all these things. Or I think that I have a relationship with God, but I have never believed, confessed that Jesus is Lord. Well, God is waiting on you. And like I said, his arms are always wide open, but you have to make the decision um, and everything, right? And with wanting everything, with wanting God before everything, when we get into our low seasons and everything, right? We are just, our heart posture is just positioned into Lord, thank you for this suffering versus Lord, why am I suffering, right? When we go through hard seasons, we always typically, or I'm going to use myself for example, is that I just think of, oh my goodness, I just want this to be done. I just want this to be over with, right? And then when those times happen, it's just, it's just me being my emotions, honestly. Um, when we think about uh, Paul, when he wrote within Philippians of how, you know, we should rejoice that we are like, or like we are able to suffer, right? Just like Jesus did. Or um, when uh, Paul just talks about how I count it all as joy, right? To gain in suffering. It's just amazing. It's just so amazing. Quick tip real quick if you're a person you don't know the type of man or woman that you want just look look up in the bible someone whose character you want to match the person that you want to potentially be with right so for me the first person i think of was a paul somebody that's like mm, i'm gonna smack you with the gospel you know and so do that real quick all right and so let's hop into what we're talking about today before i start to go all over the place okay <laughs> All right, so if you haven't listened to the series, What Do I Do When, the first two episodes, then totally go back and listen. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when you start folding clothes. Go back and listen to it because it was really good and honey, it's for you. So go back and listen to that, right? All right, and so this episode is just based, it's going to be all about what do you do when somebody leaves you? So whether this is a spouse, whether this is a friend, whether this is a business partner, what do you do when someone leaves you? Or even maybe this was a death. Maybe you're a widow now. Maybe this was just an unexpected car crash that happened to your husband or something like that. This episode is going to be all for you, honey. Okay, so listen all the way until the end. And so before I talk about exactly what to do when someone leaves you, right? I am kind of, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm kind of going off the basis of a breakup or um, maybe even divorce or something like that. Wow. And so I'm coming from the basis of that when I'm talking about this. So if you're a person listening and you had a death or something happen, some of these points are not going to be primarily for you. And so I ask you to use discernment of, and of course, ask God, what do you want to, what do you want me to hear from this episode today? So even if you got to stop, you got to pray and ask God, do that. All right. All right. So before talk about, we go to these points, I want to start with Psalms 37, three. 
and we're going to read three through seven. And I'm reading from CSB version. This is Christian Standard Bible version. I've just really been in this version of the Bible lately. Okay, so let's start with three. Trust in the Lord and do what is good. And you can read with me as well. Um, sad point. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take the light in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act, making your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like the noonday. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. And do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the person who carries out evil plans. Y'all, if you, you if you are really struggling with kind of like that last verse, do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the person who carries out evil plans, go up earlier to delight in the Lord, right? That is kind of like the first of the first the first of everything, right? Delighting in the Lord, right? And then when we're delighting in him, we start to just commit and that we commit our way to the Lord and we commit in that God, where you want me to go, I'll do. Uh, I'll do. God, what you want me to do, I'll do in everything, right? And so that's the first point for, with kind of going into the first point for today is do not hold in your feelings. If someone mistreated you, don't hold in how you feel. Now, when I say don't hold in what you feel, I'm saying um, express your emotions, but don't do it in a way that is violence, right? How many, like within the Bible of be angry, but sin not and your angerness. Don't go and key this person's car. Don't go and cuss out their mom. Cause what is, what value is that going to add to your life? Like what, like, it's just like within, um, Luke and it's in other gospels too, of how many of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life through worrying, through, um, wanting to cuss someone out, through doing all of this, right? That is not going to better you, but then also that's not going to grow you closer to God. It's just not. Like I said, be angry yet sin not. Okay. And so when I'm saying do not hold in your feelings, I am literally, I'm saying, um, meditate on Psalms 37, five, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him and he will act right when we are committing to God and all that we do and we're trusting in him and we're trusting that God is going to act he's going to do whether that person abused you they mistreated you um they treated your child like trash or whatever they did right you gotta trust in God that God is who he says he is he's El, he's El Shaddai he is Lord Almighty while also you gotta commit you gotta commit that God I'm going to trust you God I'm going to love on you God this pain in my heart it hurts so much but God I'm going to give you all of me because when um Jesus lived this perfect sinless life he lived for me he died for me he rose up three days later he suffered in the place when he died he bore he he took out all the sin for all of eternity right he took in my sin Okay, so you got to do that. You got to do that. You know, some what with not holding your feelings, it's expressing how you feel while also it is not sinning in that process. And yes, we all fall short of God's grace, God's glory and everything, just like Romans read while also at the same time, y'all, we cannot just be out here doing whatever. Don't go hit that man's uh, truck with a bat. Do not do that. Okay. And so, yeah, 
that's that. And then on the other side, your person, you just lost someone you just love so much. If you need to cry, same with the divorced person or whomever you are, right? If you need to cry, let that out. If you, oh my goodness, if you haven't cried in about five years, because when you were with uh, married to this person, it, it looked like, oh, I'm so insecure. Oh, I'm so stupid. If I cry, whatever, maybe it's time for you to let that out. Okay. Maybe it's time for you to grab a candle. Grab a box of tissues, go in your room and just start crying. You know, um, just start crying. For me, if I feel like, oh, I'm holding in feelings or something, um, A, the first thing I go to pretty much is worship because I could just be listening to certain worship songs. I'm like, ah, God, take me, take me away. <laughs> or B, which something I should do more is just talking to someone because the more I talk about something, I'll, I'll just start crying, you know? And so, dude, Maybe that's something you should do. Hey, worship, you know, just throw some worship music, something that's probably gonna make you cry. And then B is talk to someone, tell them how you feel. If you need a counselor, um, find a counselor. People talk, I always hear in ads where people talk about something called better help. Dude, go look at it, right? Find a Christian counselor. I personally say Christian counselor because what? I'm Christian, but find a Christian counselor and do that. Yeah. So. Let's move on to point two is do or do not ask them why. Do not ask them the reason for the breakup or do ask them the reason for the breakup, right? In my personal opinion, I personally feel like with friendships, I need to know why. That's that's, that's just me personally. If I have a friendship and it breaks off, I want to know why, right? Like, okay, what was my part? Okay, what's the other person's part? Versus with a man, I kind of don't care as much why you broke up with me because I've never been invested with a dude for a long time. And so that's why. But for you, on the other hand, if you were with someone or you had a friend for years and you were invested to them, I can really understand why you want to, you want to understand why. While also, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to Psalms 37, 7. What does verse 7 say? Be silent. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the person who carries out evil plans, right? Um, if you do ask, say for instance, um, I'm going to use a male, female situation, right? Say you're a, uh, say for instance, it was a man and his name is, um, like, I don't know, like jaw or something. I don't know. His name is jaw. And then the girl's name is, uh, Mallory. I don't know. Say for instance, Mallory cheated on jaw, right? So instantly jaw is probably going to want to ask her like, how are you going to cheat on me? This and that, da, 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 or whatever. It might ask why. Mallory might, you know, should probably tell the reason why she cheated or, you know, explain herself. But at the same time, if Mallory does not explain herself or why she cheated, she probably, y'all probably has to accept that if you understand what I'm saying. Some of y'all are med, are like, it's literally like, it's literally like you meditating on it. Um, but some of y'all are like just so anxious, so, just, just so in unbelief that this person did this and you want a reason why you want to know the exact place that this person has sex with someone else. You want to know every single detail, the time, the hour, the day, all this stuff, right? Like you just want to connect all the dots. If you are, if you are like that, 
yo, first open up your Bible, but then also with that, it's just do something practical, practical to do. Um, it's just, maybe you need to delete that person's contact out your phone. Maybe you need to just not contact that person. If you're going to send them 15 texts a day and this person isn't responding, responding to you. I know that might have hurt your feelings a little bit, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if someone is not responding back to you, what, what is it going to do? What better is it going or value is it going to add to your life by just texting them all these crazy texts and stuff like that? What value is it going to add to your life? It's not going to add any. I promise you. Okay. I promise you. I think about years back, I had a friend who um had basically like a situation or something like that happen. And this person was like, I'm going to send this other person a long text, the person who had um, mistreated him or whatever. And I had told him like, why are you going to do that? Why? This person obviously doesn't care, you know, so why are you doing that? This person did. And guess what? They got no response back. So just, I just personally feel like, that but then also with that it's just um with having a breakup of course it's hard and everything but honey it's all for a purpose you might not see the how you might not understand what how God's going to bring you through it or whatever but you got to lean on him just like within Proverbs lean not on your own understanding right acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and he will direct your paths he not your ex not the person who mistreated you not even your friends you have to depend on God to mend your heart you have to depend and say to yourself which is a quick tip real quick say whatever you need God to do do you get what I'm saying right so Say, for instance, I have um, like diabetes or something like that. I don't, but this is an example. Um, say, for instance, that happens, right? And I want, I need to rest on healing, right? Because that's what I'm just trusting God in to do healing. But first, I have to remember that Lord's God's will is above my will, right? Before wanting anything, okay? So if I'm tr- if I'm trusting God to heal this, I'm trusting God to heal my leg. I'm trusting God to heal my foot, hit my back, whatever, my boobs, whatever. Right? I am going to um call on when I'm in prayer, whatever. I'm going to call on Jehovah Rapha, right? Like He's a healer. If I'm if I need to trust God, my finances, right? If I need to trust that God is who He says He is, that He is the Lord that multiplies these platforms, these blogs, whatever, right? I'm going to rest in and speak with my mouth because speaking, speaking. How do you how do you how do you receive salvation, right? You're speaking as well, right? And anyone who calls on the name of the Lord, right? Y'all, and so speak it. You need to speak it. Speak Jehovah Jireh, that he is a provider. Speak Jehovah whatever. Look up, okay, Jehovah dash and look it up online and find it, find it in the Bible and speak it, speak it. Speak on the name of the Lord. Hmm. All right. And then with going back to how this is all for a purpose is think about James 1, 2. Consider it a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing, nothing, nada, nothing, nothing, honey, right? In another version, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything, (sighs) 
wow, different ver- versions of the Bible, but it's still saying the same thing. And you might not want to hear it, but you got to consider it pure joy. That person might have broke your heart. That person might have left, um, might have a very hard time with adjusting to someone, um, you know, dying or whatever. Rest in the Lord, y'all. I'm giving you Bible verses. They are always in the comment section. Rest, rest on these scriptures, okay? I know it's nice sometimes to hear my voice every single week or whatever, but I really hope some of y'all are resting on these scriptures because in the day I'm going to die one day, and yes, I'm going to be with, meet with Jesus. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm with you, Jesus. <laughs> but you know, it's like. I'm not eternal, so you need to rest on someone eternal. Don't just rest on my voice. Um, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, if that, if that was for you, that was for you, because, mm. all right, and so, like I said, you know, we're releasing, knowing it all, knowing that it's all for a purpose. The last point is you have to release it to Jesus, however you're feeling, back to your feelings, or whatever, release it, um, I love within Matthew of when Jesus was talking, he says, um, for my bur- my burden is, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. One of my best friends, she used to always say that to me, even before I got saved. And I would be like, what does this mean? Um, but it's just so true. Like his burden is light. When we think about light, where does light come from? Jesus. Who is Jesus? Where is he, where is he sent from? He's sent from heaven. And so what is this light? He's talking about heaven, Jesus in heaven. Oh my goodness. Y'all, his burden. Mm. Mm, mm. y'all release it all like and then also within that scripture of how come to me all who are weary yo you don't understand even how you'll get through another day maybe you need to go to god and when i say go to god give me knees pray just have a conversation just start talking start crying you're a man you're a woman you haven't cried in a couple years man you just need to cry i don't care who you are you just really need to cry some of y'all keep feeling this deep 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 pain and it's not that god isn't there it's that you don't want to give him your words yeah and so with knowing that it's all for a purpose um also just look study the gospels like i said matthew Mark, Luke, John, study the gospels. Look at the life that Jesus lived. Look at when Jesus died, when he was crowned with thorns, right? Like blood gushing and stuff. Oh my goodness. When we look at the death of Jesus, it is so bloody. We think that we go through suffering, but his suffering is was so much greater than any suffering. And this is why when we suffer, just like, like literally just like what I just said, when we suffer, what did I just say? His suffering is great. His The suffering that Jesus endured was greater than ours. So if his suffering was greater, why why can't we just say, God, I'm suffering. God, I'm going through this. I submit this to you. Why can't we say that? His suffering was greater because he can hold on to it. He, he can, Jesus, God can hold on to things that we can never hold on into our lives, y'all. So that. And before we head out, I'm going to leave you with Luke 9, 3 for you to study this week. That's my challenge to you to study this week. He told them, take nothing for the journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. We're going to pick up on that verse actually for next episode. And so... I love you, honey. I love you so much. Like I said, uh, yo, 
don't hold on to it. Give it to Jesus. And then also know that it's all for his purpose. Just like Romans 8, 28, for God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, right? And then you go down later, for those he foreknew, he predestined, da, 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 da. It just goes back. And so the Bible, if you heard any Bible verses and you didn't understand what I said, that's fine. Go, go and look at the show notes, which is just, you click on this episode, you click on details and you see that. All right, so I love you, honey, so, so much. If you have a friend who just went through something, they need to hear this, send it to them right now, okay? All right, I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Good night.